I love it. I just, I just love this whole thing. What's up, y'all? It is Jason Watson, VP of Workforce Development. Welcome to Say That to Say This, Season 2, The Experience. Holla. What's up, y'all? It is Jason Watson. Welcome to Say That to Say This. We are excited to have another guest. I'm also here with my co-host. What's up, y'all? Josh Wilson. Good to see you. Good to see you, man. Seems like it's been a minute. It has been a minute, man. Josh been hiding from me, you know what I'm saying, y'all? I ain't. We'll, we'll talk about that later, you know what I mean? It's, We'll address, I ain't, I'm going to address that stuff off air, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it is good to be, have another episode. We have someone here that's going to tell you a little bit about her story and her life and how she came to get in contact with us. But before we do that, Josh, I think you got something you want to throw on the yeah, table. Yeah, because one, I always want to know where you're hanging out. Two, we got Lesson Queen with us. And so uh, here's the question, just to start us off, if, uh, if somebody's coming in from outside the city, Summer's right around the corner, starting to get warm. Starting, it's gonna be like eighty something this weekend. So, like in St. Louis, what's the one thing you're gonna do this summer? What's the one thing you would take somebody to do? I would definitely take someone to hang out in Forest Park. There's always mm. something to do in Forest Park. You don't have to worry about if they're okay with inside, outside, mask, no mask, vaccinated, not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So, definitely Forest Park. That was a safe answer. <laughs> that was a politically safe answer. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Okay. No, 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 it no, is not. No. Okay, Forest Park. Okay. All right, Jay, you're up. Man, what I'm going to take somebody to do um, during the summer, we going to turn up because that's what I like to do. Mm. Let's see. I'm probably going to go to... I might take somebody to Sticks and Ice. It's a little hookah mm -hmm. bar. You know what I'm saying? It ain't too crazy, but it's enough ratchet to give you your ratchet fix. <laughs> but it's not so ratchet where it's crazy. You know what I'm Sticks saying? And ice? So, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's. See, where I'm from, it's not really fun if it's not a little bit of ratchetness involved. <laughs> but if it's too much ratchetness, then it's ratchet overkill. It's out in North County. It's a black-owned spot. It's a hookah mm -hmm. spot. I encourage you to check them out if you haven't. It's a real dope spot. Dang, dude. Adding it to that, the list. No. You top that queen go. Queen be up in that thing. Queen be up in that thing. She's like, shh. <laughs> Please do y'all ain't said that. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the orch. Yeah, the orch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. A safe answer too, though. Very safe. Yeah. We're safe. Queen, when the last time you've been We're to the safe orch? Over here. I've been working so much. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to know where Queen was at last. Yeah. Saturday. Sticking ice. No. <laughs> My fave was. That's her spot. So that's why I said I know. She'd probably be in Midtown or something. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm visiting my brother. Okay. Josh, what about you? See, I ain't going to let Josh hold back. Josh put me on all the spots, you know what I mean? I'm going to be so country. Because you know I'm always fishing. Absolutely. So that's probably what I'm going to do. But, you know, if I got somebody like you who's like, man, I don't want to go fishing, then I'll... I fish. I just don't want to have to step in the mud to catch the fish. You feel me? So high maintenance, man. Yeah. Just so high maintenance. I'm just saying. Like wants to fish with AC on, you know? Man. So that's what I'm going to do. I mean, you can't go wrong with Cardinals game. Uh, you you know you always gotta. I feel like we're always taking somebody to like Ted Drews, who's never been, just because that's a that's the experience. Ballpark Village. Ballpark mm -hmm. Village, absolutely. Um, uh, love. I mean, 
St. Louis has the best food in the world. So we're always, we're always I'm from Chicago. Mm. That's a negative. <laughs> <laughs> we did pizza last last uh, last mm-hmm. podcast, so uh, Chicago was represented well there. But uh, anyway, let's jump in. Um, uh, excited about this conversation. Thank you uh, both for for being here, being on the on the podcast. Uh, Les, will you uh, spend some time and just introduce Queen? Um, uh, Queen, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of this. But t- uh, take us back from when you first met her, and then maybe what the the, the journey's been like to to this point. Okay, so I'm Leslie. I'm a success coach here at Mission St. Louis, and um, Queen came to us um, around the time of the CARES Act. Um, she received CARES Act assistance from us and signed up for Skill Up. And Can you talk a little bit about what the CARES Act piece is. I'm not sure everybody knows. So CARES Act was the funding that came through for people being affected by COVID, either whether they had COVID or were impacted by it in some way, they were able to apply for funds to have their back rent paid or to like save them from being evicted. Um, and so Queen was able to get CARES Act assistance um, and she was actually one of the first few on my caseload because I came to Beyond Jobs from Beyond School. And that was back in July. And um, Queen Esther came in at the end of August, beginning of September. And so um, I've just always been inspired by Queen. Um, she has never looked out, you know, like for a handout. She's just always been self-driven, self-motivated to just do better. Um, she has... She came with a lot of obstacles already um, and just her outlook on navigating past them and seeing herself past them and just always going back to her roots of her grandmother and how she um, raised her and trained her up, you know, just for life and everything. I was able to find inspiration for myself at a tough time transitioning to a new job. I had a lifelong teacher, so I've been very inspired by Queen. Great, great, great. Interesting. So when you first met Queen, what was that interaction like for you? Um, well, first of all, I, I didn't know who she was. Every time I saw her, it was like seeing a new person because mm-hmm. she changes her look every time. But okay. um but just um she's soft spoken, but there's a force there that you can just tell and feel the realness and so it was just easy. It was just Definitely. Easy. Well, Queen, we're thankful to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your your busy day, you know what I mean, to come spend some time with us on the podcast. So, um, in turn, you you had the opportunity to spend time with Leslie. How was it like first coming into the doors at Mission St. Louis? What was that? What did that feel like for you? I was nervous at first, mm-hmm. and um, I love being around her. I just mm-hmm. like, I just love this whole thing, and I learned a lot going to classes. Like with you, because it was some stuff that I I sheltered myself. I was I was the type of person I did for everybody, but not myself. Mm. So me going to classes and having the courage to tell my brothers them no, like basically speaking up for myself, I learned a lot, and mm. I like that Miss Leslie was always there to listen, mm. and I used I learned a lot. I learned like when I started here, I started um, I worked for Clean Tech. Mm-hmm. And I um, started as an employee, and then I went to lead. And then yesterday, um, I made supervisor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Man, so, I need my 2%. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? You see this? 
So yeah, I learned a lot. I learned how to control my anger of certain things. I learned that it's not always good to please everybody, but just mm. like myself. And it's like I've been through a lot. Mm. And before I joined this class, I always used to keep everything bought up. Like mm. I keep all my feelings because my grandma always used to tell me like. Don't never let nobody see your weakness. They can use that against you. Mm -hmm. So me coming to classes and learning how to do it, um, application and speaking through. I, I learned a lot mm. to the point like I can literally go back and teach my 17-year-old and my 11-year-old son. Like you don't got to be scared to ask questions. You don't got to mm. be scared to stand up and to believe in what you believe in. So this program showed me a lot about myself. I learned that I can... Well, I can basically deal with stuff on my own. I don't got to shelter myself from everybody. I can have an opinion mm. or I can ask for help when I need it because I'm a type of person I'd rather figure it out myself because I don't want no one to do me a favor and right. throw it in my face. Absolutely. So, yeah. Quick question, so, Queen. You said that um, it was kind of scary coming in at first. So for individuals that may not understand what, what comes along with that fear, like, Coming into a place where you're asking, where you what did that what 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 did that fear look like for you? Because this is before you knew a Leslie, before you knew what the program was well, you about. You know how awesome we were. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> share with others like what fears you have to deal with yeah, when coming into that type of like environment. coming in. You got to be able to speak up. You can't just be in the back ain't saying nothing. Mm. So if you like scared to speak up. This program will show you to have the confidence to stand up in front of a class, mm. prepare yourself for an interview, and you won't be so scared. Because I was like, I didn't, I'm not a people person. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a people person, but I'm not the person like to be the center of attention. Got you. So I learned my confidence. Okay, I can do this. You get mm. nervous a little bit, but the more you practice it, you get used to it. So anybody that's scared to stand up, this program will help you out more because Got people like you that's funny will make it comfortable for you to open up. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really liked about the program because I was comfortable and I didn't feel just mental when I was around y'all. Like mm. y'all, like we was basically family. So that what made me keep coming more. And I learned a lot about life and jobs and doing an uh, interview, um, a resume. Like mm. I learned a lot to the point that I took it and told my kids and people at my job, like, yeah. I got the truth. So, so the, I mean, I think one of the, the pieces that I love is, is, as much as you're willing to share is just kind of like story where you grew up. But how did you, uh, before we get there, like how did you find out about Mission St. Louis? Um, my daughter, father, sister um, told me about the program. Mm. And um, she was like, go up there, they'll help you and stuff. And I'm like, all right. And, you know what I'm saying? At first I was hesitant. I'm like, nah. And then when I went up there and I met the man Jason, and stuff. I'm like, okay. And then when I met Miss Leslie, like, it was on for nerd. Like, right. I felt comfortable. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I just learned a lot. I know. What made you feel comfortable? Like, what made you feel comfortable in that environment? Because you said you met people. What about the people made you feel comfortable? Or that you could be vulnerable enough to start talking and kind of coming mm -hmm. out of your shell. Yeah, because at first I just, I was, Miss Leslie would tell y'all be in the back, don't say nothing. I would just listen. And then when I would listen to people's story, mm. and then like, the man, Jace, you know, yourself would tell me a story. And I tell Miss Lim, like, I feel like he's telling my story for mm -hmm. me on certain things and certain subjects I talked about. 
And I'd be chasing back like, I sure was keep thinking that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say that, but I did. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Did you see that transition happen with Queen? I, I did. I did. I've actually <laughs> I wrote about it in one of the, like I've written about her for uh, Patrick. And uh, I mentioned that. Yeah, I mentioned how uh, her comments during class, you know, how they were inspirational too. But it was it was going from, all right, I'm just back here looking <laughs> Uh-huh, nodding to, okay, well, let me just speak up and have a comment. I'll answer first on that. And, well, let me ask a question on this. And then actually would answer other people's questions. So, you know, definitely saw her go from just quietly observing to more uh, being assertive and actually leading the conversation. Yeah. One of the things that, that, that we've, we've gotten to hear, and, and, and Queen, you've even hinted at it a little bit too, is just some of the obstacles that you've overcome to get to this place. Um, will you share a little, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, just kind of like, are you from St. Louis? Mm -hmm. What did growing up in St. Louis look like? What are some of the, the barriers too that you've overcome as you've walked to in, inside this building? Well, me growing up in St. Louis with my grandma, she old school all the way. Mm -hmm. And my grandma always used to tell me, never show your feelings to no one. Mm -hmm. I always think two steps ahead. I always mm -hmm. think, regardless if you, like I had my first child when I was 15. And everybody in my family wanted my grandma to avoid my child. But my grandma was like, no, you're going to have this baby, you're going to go to school, and you're going to raise it. And so me growing up and me basically growing up with my son, my grandma taught me tough love. Like, you always think ahead. You don't never depend on nobody. Mm. Life is not easy. You don't get everything handed to you. Mm. So the older I got, I was... I never understood my grandma, like, why she showed me tough love, like, why she never gave me that gentle love. Mm -hmm. And me being 32 now, and I see, like, my grandma's basically preparing me for this world. Like, mm. don't nobody care about your feelings. Mm. Don't I really care about you. You got to mm. deal with it or not. So me growing up as a young mother, I always told myself, I'm going to show my son tough love. Mm -hmm. And me going to these classes and listen to people's story, I learned that regardless of you getting taught tough love, ain't nothing wrong with showing gentle love. Mm. And I learned, like, that's what I did with my first son. And then when I had my second son at 21, I still did the same thing. So me now have a three-year-old daughter. I learned, like, ain't nothing wrong with showing tough love, but sometimes you got to be a little bit soft. Mm -hmm. So basically what I'm trying to say is, like, my grandma... She basically prepared me for this world, and I love that she did that. Like, I look back, and I've been through a lot mm -hmm. to the point, like, I feel like half the people I deal with would never walk in my shoes. Mm -hmm. And 2021 taught me a lot about myself to the point, like, I was at a point I was going to give up. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, like, my grandmother or my brother wouldn't want me to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So me losing my brothers this year and my grandmother i learned like i got to be my own soldier like i'm the sister that everybody comes to like i'm it's four of us right. and all my brothers my main two big brothers i would depend on me because my grandma always used to tell me i don't care what you go through in life your brothers i was going to need you so it was always hard for me to tell my brother no. Mm. When I know, I want to tell him no. But right. in my head, my grandma tell me, like, yeah. I ain't going to be here forever. Be <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So me doing it for so long 
to the point like I got frustrated. I got mad at my brothers them because I feel like y'all got wives, baby mm -hmm. mama. So right, y'all coming me. me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I learned like ain't nothing wrong saying no. Mm -hmm. And it was one class when Jason was telling me like, ain't no wrong you telling somebody no. I'm worried about me. Mm -hmm. I always worry about everybody feelings but my own. Definitely. So me coming here and going to them classes, I literally told my brother, like, no, I'm not doing mm. nothing for you. Like, right. no, like, you you worry about that. Let me do that because right. I'm to the point, like, I'm, like, I feel like I provide for my family. Like, my brothers, my kids, my mama, my grandma, everybody. And I, I always put myself on the nice. back burn. Mm -hmm. And I learned, like, me being a diabetic and having high blood pressure, like, that's not good. Like, if mm. I'm turning my body down, I'm not going to be able there for my kids. Facts. So me coming here every day, I learned more like, ain't nothing wrong being selfish and worrying about me. Mm -hmm. So this year, like, I'm not worried about nobody feeling like So you basically, it sounds like 2021, your turn up. Like this when you invested <laughs> in you. Like you spotlight on. Like you just invested in yourself. You yeah. thinking about your value, your worth. Yeah, because when I, like, when I say 2021, open them, like, open my eyes, y'all, like, I was at my lowest, mm. and and it started January the 19th when I lost my brother in my arms of this mm. year. So I learned, like, like I felt alone. Mm -hmm. I felt like my whole world was shallow, like, and that was so hard. Like, the 19th, tomorrow my brother been gone for four months. Mm -hmm. And then my grandma died April the 9th. Mm. I watched her take her last breath. So I used to look at life as like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, I got to wipe my own tears. When I'm so used to having my brothers and my grandma, it's like now I got to face stuff head on. And mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to say, okay, I can do this. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I wake up every day, y'all. I thank God. I thank God for giving me the mind frame and to keep on going. Mm -hmm. But some days I do break down and be like, like, why me? Absolutely. And then I look at it and I'm, I'm grateful for everything. Like, I'm grateful. Like, meeting you guys, I'm so grateful. I learned a lot. And I thank y'all. Like, I tell Miss Leslie, I thank you for just checking up on me. I know I can call her and she won't be just mental. Mm. And so, when I told her the story, what happened with my brother, it felt so good for her to be like, is you all right? Or mm -hmm. have people be like, oh, what happened? Like, being nosy. Like, what? she really genuinely asked, what was my, how do I feel? How you know you what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Like I to, to your point, I mean, there's a point in like in your story that you're like, man, there was it was hard. It was yeah. not letting emotion in. So getting to a place too where you're like, man, I can be vulnerable. I can yeah. pick up the, the, the phone and call Leslie. How, how do you? I think that's a that's a question that, that like how how do we continue to like how do you continue to walk that line? Yeah. Of like, hey, how do you? Because I mean, you're right. Like, there's so much strength that's being required of you. Mm. To, to love and care for many people around you, yet at the same time, like, it's so important to be able to continue to, like, to receive love and for yeah, people like, to be able to ask you a question of, like, Because when I good. went back to work, and I worked, like, when I went back to work, because my brother worked at my job with me. Mm. So mm. it was it was very a uh, hard spot. But my boss and his boss was like, I would never thought that you lost your brother because you come to work and you work mm. every day. Yeah. And I said to myself, if my brother was here, he wouldn't want me to be depressed or crying over his death. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I had my moments when I, 
I'd be in the little room where we worked at, and I, I'd cry. I'd cry Definitely. my butt off yeah. now, wipe Absolutely. my tears, and i keep it pushing because I just, now at me at, at this moment, I just want to make my kids and myself and my, my brothers and my grandma proud of me. Mm-hmm. And me going to work every day or me coming to that to my home where I stayed there for six years and I know for a fact my brother died right here in my arms. Mm-hmm. I pat myself on the back. Mm-hmm. Like I tell a lot of people, like me watching my brother die in my arms, I feel like like life couldn't get any worse. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I learned like I got to move on. Like I tell my son, my oldest son, he's 17. I'm like, we get one life. And we got to make it to the full. Like, ain't nothing perfect. Right. And I tell my son every day, I want you to be better than me and your daddy. Even though you, you're grateful for me, I want you to be better than me. I want to tell my son, like, ain't nothing wrong working. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing making yourself proud. And I had to learn. Like, I had to have my own confidence because I didn't believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe, like, I could do it. I can move on. And only thing that kept me from not really shutting down is my kids. Mm-hmm. Like when I cry, my kids cry. And I have my moments when I wipe my tears and my three-year-old daughter will be like, Mom, you all right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you miss Uncle Heavy? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, for see, my daughter know I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. I had to change it. I mm-hmm. had to move different. That's why I put my life into my me to working. Like I got to stay busy. To the point I know I gotta like all last week I did doubles all week mm. from seven a.m. to like one o'clock in the morning all last week to keep myself busy mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to make it comfortable for my kids because I just I get in the mode to like I stay still and I be like I get depressed I'm like yeah. what I'm like nah I can't do it and I just I just want to show my kids like regardless of what God give to you He know you're gonna make it and I Definitely. feel like. I learned, like, me going through this right now, I can make it through anything. I just yeah. got to keep Definitely. believing and keep on pushing. And not only that, but the legacy that, you mm-hmm. that you're continuing for the, your family, for your grandma, yeah. for, your, for, your, for your brother, like the amount. I mean, we can sit around here and be like, man, we're incredibly proud of mm-hmm. you and what you've done. I think it's another piece just to go like, man, you're standing on the shoulders of this legacy that is incredibly Yeah, beautiful. and my grandma always called us soldiers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do want to encourage you, you know, for many people that may be listening, a lot of people don't know what it's like, number one, to just lose a sibling anyway. Mm-hmm. Number two, to for someone that you love to die in your arms, like that that alone, like for you to continue to push in light of that is mm-hmm. that's just truth of your fortitude, everything that your grandmother poured into you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's interesting because sometimes it's in our brokenness, like Trees go down before they go up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just amazing that you get the opportunity, even at the loss of your brother, to continue to carry that legacy of your mm-hmm. family. And I've experienced that pain. My, my older sister was murdered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just the feeling of having to deal with that, mm-hmm. you know, and feeling like, man, like looking at their children and, you know, trying to navigate mm-hmm. all of that emotionally. So I commend you because I know when we in the midst of trying to make transition, you trying to do something different. It seems like all these other things start happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we have to remind ourselves that life been happening. Mm-hmm. It's not this ain't new. It just feels new because you're in a different transition. Right. So again, you you deserve to be applauded. 
You know what I mean? For continuing to push through. For that that's these are recent events. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To be a supervisor mm. now. Like it's just interesting that even in the midst of our darkest times, things happen that could pull us, that give us mm-hmm. some sense of hope yeah, that's right. and life and joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I just encourage you, continue to push. Your your pushing is encouraging for us. I know it feel like, man, I come to these classes, I learn a lot. They te- <laughs> But believe it or not, like, we human. So we go mm-hmm. home with problems. Sometimes we feel like it's what we're doing working. So anytime we get a chance to reconnect, like, just to continue to hear your story. Because I taught some classes, but mm-hmm. I ain't get a chance to spend the time with you that Leslie yeah. did. So you, so you, certain stories you were saying, I swear, I told him, like, keep talking to me. I've been through this. I, wow. I was just thinking that. Like, for real, like, my grandma... When we when she found out that my brother got killed and she um put me in the room and she was like, You're a soldier. And I used I always ask my grandma, like, why you don't never worry about me, grandma? Why you always worry about them boys? And she said, You know why? She said, Because I raised you. Mm. I know if I leave today or tomorrow, I know you'll do it. I know you got it because mm. I taught you. And for so long, when I was little growing up and my grandma faced all her attention on my brothers. I never understood it till like now. Like mm. I see what she said. I, I see why she called me a soldier. Like my big brother that's locked up, he called me every day, and mm. I cry to him, and I be like, I miss you so much. I miss y'all being around me. Mm. And he was like, you know why? I don't worry about you because I know you got it. You took care mm. of us when you had your own problems. Mm. So me getting words from my brother or from Miss Leslie. Or even my kids telling me, like, Mom, I'm proud of you. Like, mm-hmm. you've you been through a lot. Like, I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, like, St. Louis, St. Louis Mission um, changed me. Because anybody that's going through something in life, like you said, everybody go through something. Mm-hmm. Will love, like, will have to join this class because you learn a lot about yourself. You learn, mm-hmm. like, you can do a lot. Like, because when I came in, I felt like, only thing I was good against to work at an anytime job and I was doing for my brothers and making sure bills paid. Now me being in y'all class, I learned like I don't gotta stop at one job. I can move on. Like mm. I was an employee. Mm. It took me four months to be a lead. Mm-hmm. And me coming back to work in February, I'm now a supervisor. Mm. So I see myself going up, like going up Sorry. in life. So anybody that's wanna Try anything or learn anything about themselves. They should come down here because y'all teach us that. Like, like when I leave, I leave with confidence. Mm. Like when I walk through my doors, I second guess myself. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to people like you and Miss Leslie, I learn. Okay, I can do this. Mm. If they can live half the story we live to, I know I can make it. Facts. So that's why I like coming here. And me coming here, I I just felt at ease. I felt like. All the thoughts that's running through my head when I leave her, I'm I'm at peace. I mm. can't make it through the day, cause when I wake up, you gotta your mind like bustle this. And bustle. You know what I'm saying? So you trying to figure out where you want to be, and that's how I was when I started. I was scared. I didn't want to speak. I wanted to be in the corner. I didn't want no one to hear my story, cause I didn't want no one to judge me. Absolutely. But me coming in and learning people's story, like people live the same life that I live, mm-hmm. so I shouldn't. Second guess myself if people are going through the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, I wonder if you would agree with this too, and and Leslie just speaking to this, but you know, we uh, and you may have experienced this too when you walked in the door. 
sometimes it can come off as like, hey, you go to Mission St. Louis and they're going to give you the tools and you're going to learn this and it's going to be X, Y, Z and then you're going to learn these skill sets and then you're going to be prepared to walk into employment, that sort of thing. But you guys in this program have spent more time on like, hey, your story matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not alone, right? Here's the optical, here's the obstacles that have, have existed. And it's probably, I don't know if you would agree with this, it's probably more half and half of like, how do we build community and relationship and Queens are your, your, your word, like this family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So you have more support network walking into the, what this next stage of life is. Because the truth is, Mission St. Louis didn't do anything to make you mm-hmm. passionate. didn't do anything to make you more skillful. Like it, it was more coming alongside you. I'm like, no, you're amazing. And we see the potential in you. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we surround you with the relationship for you to thrive? When you get, when you think about, the classes and when you think about going through that what's that process look like why is that so important and is that true well i think she answered the question when you just talked about peace mm-hmm. like the ability like for people to, when people don't grow up in certain environments like like peace to them is just it's like an everyday thing it's normal right but when you grow up in certain environments peace ain't a normal thing to be in a place where you can sit, think, collect your thoughts, mm-hmm. make conscious decisions. Like when you live in certain environments, that's not an option. Everything is survival mode. Everything yeah. going on. Like it's crazy. So-and-so just this. So-and-so just that. So while you waking up and you able to clearly think through, hey, this is how my day should probably go. This is where I'm thinking about working. This is the school that I want to go through. Mm-hmm. We waking up thinking about so-and-so just got killed. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Where my grandma at? My mama getting out? Like you got all of these million different things. So you have to understand that when people come into our space, it ain't got nothing to do all the time about money or any of those things. It's just being able to be in a, a place where you feel like you're safe. Mm-hmm. You can let your guards down. And you can make sound decisions because your mind ain't clouded with everything in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. You agree with that? Yes. It's like, yeah. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Really, you be thinking the same stuff. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's how I felt. Because when I came in... Me supposed to be paying attention. I'm literally thinking about bills. How I'm going to do this. How I'm going to make. You know what I'm saying? So when you able to literally sit and hear yourself thinking, knowing that you can make a game plan, I love that. I like when I left there, I said, okay, I can now go to work. Ease. I can now tell my brother, no, can't do it for you. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> right. you know, catch me on the next day. So, yeah. yeah, like when you got so much going on, it feel good when you able to sit there and literally just think and don't got to worry about nothing else. And me, I like to accomplish everything. And that's my problem. I got to take my time. And I told my brother, like, I'm telling you something I should be doing. Like, I tell my brother every day, write five things on a piece of paper. If you accomplish them five things, don't worry about nothing else. Mm-hmm. You accomplish them five things. So me telling that to my brother, I'm saying to myself, I should be doing that. Mm. I'm trying to maintain kids, bills, my brothers them, and making sure I'm taking my medicine on time. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot going on, and I realized like ain't nothing wrong just to worry about myself. Like I told like I told my kids like my birthday is this Saturday. Mm. My last I start my vacation Friday. I'm not mm. worrying about no mama, no, <laughs> no supervisor, Turn no. Up. You know what I'm saying? I just need a, a peace well, of happy mind. Early birthday too. Yeah. Thank you. And I don't want to get plans. I just want to be able to be like, you know what? Feel good being quiet. 
Yeah. I don't got to worry about yeah. nobody. I don't got to get my phone. You don't have to feel guilty about it either. Yeah, that's what, that's what I like about it. I'm like, yes. I tell my kids, like, I'm like, uh-huh. Well, we really definitely appreciate, number one, your story. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you being willing to share that story. But then just overcoming, like continuing mm-hmm. to push through. I know, Leslie, any words you want to share? Just. I just, you know, just like you were saying, just I look forward to the rest of our time together. You know, um, I like that our time doesn't end because you reach certain goals that you come in with. Like, oh, you got your job. I like that, you know, once you got that job, we just alter those goals a little bit. And then we're going to still work towards other things for the remainder of the years. Like, okay, check this off. We got this, you know, so I just, I just look forward to that time and continuing the relationship and continue to see her grow, myself grow because I've been growing too. So I just yeah, appreciate I, I, it all. And I'll say this too, I mean, to Jason's point, like it, it takes a lot of vulnerability to, to come in and, and, and share your story and just to talk about, you know, and, and to get excited. So I, I would say just on behalf of Mission St. Louis, your willingness to come here and the encouragement that it gives us is, is something that you may you may never know. Just like, hey, this work matters, and we get the opportunity to mm-hmm. uh, to love and care for you, and, and to be a part of this family means a lot to us. So thanks. Say that to say this, man. Everybody doesn't experience the same level of peace, and sometimes we are in a position where we can put people in positions to experience their peace, to open doors so that they can move forward. So, again, we want to thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Queen, for joining us, for everybody that's listening. Um, It might be somebody in your life right now that maybe your space, your environment can provide them with peace um, and and look for that opportunity. So thank you all for your time. Catch us next time. Thank you.